Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's where I start. Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Each episode, we will discuss and explore each resort ride by ride, land by land, park by park to determine which is better all over again. <laughs> I'm your host, Jimmy, and thank you for using your ear holes to listen to me on this quest to help me find the answer to the question, which is better, Disneyland or Walt Disney World? According to my child, it's Disneyland. Joining me to help find the answer is Dan. Hi. From my mouth hole to your ear holes. (laughs) And Eric, which hole are we? uh... (laughs) Uh, Well, we don't have to we don't have to really label these holes, do we? Sorry, I should say from my mouth butt to your ear holes. <laughs> Which show are we on? Yeah, that's a good point. We uh, we we went to Disneyland, guys, and and my my eleven year old kid said flat out he likes Disneyland over Magic Kingdom. Wow! Well, show's yeah. over. Yeah, I mean, well, that's <laughs> only one park. That's only one park. DCA so is still is in the running against all of the others. <laughs> Yeah, jumping so, jellyfish is going to be the one that gets I got. Typhoon Lagoon in this race. <laughs> Ooh! So we went to Disneyland. Eric, Dan, and I went mm-hmm. with my family, my wife, my two kids, and my sister. Before we did that, we recorded the last episode that you have hopefully heard. The Frontierland episode it was wonderful. It was a lot of fun with Natalie. How fun was that? That was a lot of fun. It was tremendous amounts of fun and listening i've listened to it three times now editing and twice for quality control and enjoyment um but it, it was it's a little i've got to say it's a little disappointing um to look at you back through a computer again because i think we we had such a great time being in the same room we i agree did. and it won't be the last time we'll, we'll be back together in october mm-hmm. i believe and mm-hmm. maybe we can plan either before or after that weekend we may be planning another record yeah, should work. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, my wife wants to move to Colorado. Really? Oh. Well, then Jimmy and I will start recording in my studio here, and then Dan will have to move in too. I'll just go Come back on. to Dan hates the Beatles and <laughs> oh, yell about things again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so our trip to Disneyland, uh, Eric. I promised you a couple of blogs that I'm probably never going to deliver on. Um, but one of Great. the things, one of the things was, I'm going to do an audio blog right now. It's called a podcast. Is, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so how does that help concierge? <laughs> well, just release this episode on concierge. Um, so, oh God, we got to talk about concierge too, don't we? Anyway, I don't mm-hmm. have an ad break. So, um, we went to Disneyland. We got, I, wait, the, sorry, Jimmy, you said you don't have an ad break. Um, I And do. we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Eric, I'll get that to you tonight. <laughs> no. 
12, 26. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the point was that we went to Disneyland and we went to California Adventure as well. And we all got virtual cues for the Web Slingers attraction. Oh, man. My life has been changed. <laughs> by that line? By the long line that we're Never not nice to before. with the virtual queue? That's the thing I wanted to talk about because it was <laughs> fine. The ride's fine, right? It's not as transformative as Rise of the Resistance, which we were not able to get. I think Eric got it, but we didn't. Is that right? No, I got nothing. I had a much I had to go to guest services because I had a later Web slingers. So pro tip, um, if you weren't able to get in with the rest of your friends group, go to guest services and um, sob in front of the the nice person there and say, but my friends and they will um, either happily uh, change your reservation or they'll roll their eyes and change the reservation. Uh, Either way, you get your reservation changed. It's something that that I've learned throughout the years that Disneyland. It, I mean, they generally, if they can do a thing to help a reasonable person, they will. Right. Um, but you, it really helps. It goes a long way. I've learned, and I've even talked to some people about it to like at least play the game of like, I'm really, you know, would you mind? This would be really helpful. Sort of like, you know, the difference between on Thunder Mountain saying, I want the back and saying like, Hey, could I wait for the back? Like they don't yeah. care, but it makes a big difference, you know. Yeah, if you if you make it less of a um, less of a command, more of a oh man, it would be okay. Like you know, yeah, you know, I know this is maybe an inconvenience for you, yeah. but it'd be great for me. It goes a right. long way, right? Acknowledging right. the possibility that you are like that one extra thing that the person has to deal with, even if that is their job, you know? Right. But I, I, so another pro tip that I want to get into later, Dan, about annual or the magic keys and Mm. passes. So let's get into that later. But uh, for now, so, so we, we got the, the, the Spider-Man thing and we had a boarding group time. We were called for our time and then we were brought in to an hour and a half line. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to wait an hour and a half, tell me I'm going to wait an hour and a half and put a posted queue thing. I, I think because we were even in the overflow, like we were backstage. Yeah. yeah we was, was it really an hour and a half? I mean, time flies when I'm hanging out with, with all I of mean, you complaining about how long the line is after the virtual <laughs> queue started. But it was, it was, a, it was perfectly themed to being backstage. a line. It was backstage. <laughs> it was absolutely themed to be a line. It was so dumb. We're in a parking lot. It's concrete with stanchions. Like there was no theming at all. And we're in this long line. Right. And then we went backstage. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is true. The line really is behind a where a, a crafted warehouse old warehouse look to make it look cool and lofty and and awesome science. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh you, we went into real backstage where we saw the back. We saw characters exiting, <laughs> exiting Buena Vista Street or Hollywood Boulevard. I do get confused between those. Yeah. We they, saw Spider Man stab Minnie Mouse. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, but that's, the, the point is that it was really lame. That I, and I, I appreciate what they were trying to do is is take people off the street. So they're opening up boarding groups so that more people get in line. So you're taking people off the street. I appreciate that. But if that's what you're doing, make it a queue. Don't make it this special thing that 
you know, I don't know. It, it was it was not worth it. it. It's a it's a fine ride. Toy Story Midway Mania is better. Um, the it's technology more is cool, playful at least. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, I more really, playful. I, I think my wrists felt better at the end of Web Slingers. Than that's true. After <laughs> uh, a ride through to Toy Story. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did like the internal because the the theme is that this particular attraction is inside of an old to- uh, Stark Motors company. So it was like an old motor factory. I really liked that. I liked that some of like the that like the manager's office up was all kind of dank yellow curtain things and. So it was it was well themed. I thought I did like the Avengers Campus where they had the the spider bots kind of around. So if you didn't know what the ride was, you saw those things, then you went on the ride. It's like oh, okay, we really did experience this land. You go through the Avengers Tower. You're not the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. You go through the Avengers thing. You go through the Guardians ride on this Spider Man thing. So I liked I liked how they did it, but it wasn't worth the wait. We waited. And if you should want to buy one of the props used in the ride, you can at the toy store. At the web, what's, web, what's it called? Web, web, the web, web forum. Uh, yeah. Web buyers. Web, web is web is star star traders. Web Spider Man. So the other thing that's actually been reported on a little bit was virtual queue pre order for your food. Like we found that we ordered our food for a set specific pickup time. And we ended up having to wait 20 or 30 minutes to get our food. We had to wait in line after we placed the order. So that that's just a little sloppy right now. What, I don't know. Jimmy, was that across the board in your experience or just at PIMS? Because I've had nothing but like, come get your food now. It's ready. And then they hand it to you. It's ready. I, I agree. Jolly Holiday the day before was was amazing. I, I was halfway down Main Street and hit hit the button to say, I'm here because I've done this before. Like, well, it'll take about five, ten minutes. By the time I got to Jolly Holiday, that it was it was already sitting there. Like I, I wasn't even at the at the restaurant yet, and they I got the notice that it was there. And when I walked up, it was the one batch of food and coffee sitting there, and I I showed them my phone and we were good yeah, uh, that happened right. at, at ronto roasters too even though there was a guy standing in front of the food and i had to ask him politely to move so i could get my food uh i guess you're right it was just at pim test kitchen that's true i i but i'm glad i got to see it because i really enjoyed how these like regular sized pretzels were going through the little pim device and they were coming out the other end giant i like that. that's not that's not really how they make the pretzels uh yeah it is i wasn't inside so i i can't i can't attest to that maybe that is how they're made dan i think and i could be wrong i think they just make bigger pretzels dan and him technology and, is real and we ate the giant hundred dollar sandwich yet which very is good true. the thing that i said would ne- we would never do because who's dumb <laughs> enough to do that we did it. My wife suggested it. So evidently she's dumb enough to do that. But the, the <laughs> thing is, it's this giant panini, right? And and it's a, like a loaf of bread. It is a massive loaf of bread that, that when sliced properly comes out with eight sandwiches. And it comes with a big bucket of tater tots. And it came with a big thing of marinara sauce for some reason. But it fed all seven of us with and, extra food. Yeah. And I regretted eating the eighth one, but it was damn delicious. And you're not feeding seven people at Disneyland for $100. It's just you're not doing that, right? So I think it was worth every penny. Um, 
Yeah. So it, that was cool. We did the Pim sandwich. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I want to. It, it, do you think we'll get more clicks if I just say a giant sandwich prices people out of Disneyland? <laughs> well, just like all the other media. Oh, okay. how do we how do people <laughs> click on us? Eight, five, six, our ears. Yeah, that's how they click. Um, if you'd like to click on us, click on us there. The other thing is we did the uh, we got the beer that fills it from the bottom. That was really cool. That, that was, was really cool. There's like a little spring valve at the bottom of the cup, and I don't know how it works, but it fills up the cup from the bottom, and then when it's done, it, the little spring pops back down, and it's amazing. Yeah, and really cool. no surprise, I think, for anyone that, Jimmy, I think you were more impressed with the Vintage Campus than I was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 there's a, another podcast we've talked about, Podcast The Ride. They talked about the Avengers Campus, and it's basically just the Avengers theme song over and over again. I did not yeah. like that. That is not the soundtrack they would be playing on Avengers Campus, if that's really where we are. It was really <laughs> loud. That's that's wearing, that's wearing a, an image of Batman on your shirt for your Halloween costume. Exactly. Yeah. To tell everyone you're Batman. Speaking of Batman, it was very Batman the Ride from Six Flags. Like that song playing (laughs) over and over again, very loud. That's what it felt like. The whole campus was, and the Web Slingers was very Six Flags. Like it did not, it was, I mean, it was decorated well. It was well themed, but that just, I mean. I think mm -hmm. when it, like we were texting my nephew when he went to Disneyland yesterday, I think when it gets to the point that it's a 15 minute wait, it it'll be a, totally fine. Exactly. It'll be like that was a good ride, but all of that build up, and I think this extends to the land itself too. I think when we get to a point where it's, I mean, it replaced Bugs Land, right? So, yes. So if you look at it that way, it's like okay, that's it's fine, and but I think in a, in a few years when it's like not a huge deal that'll be the appropriate amount of deal around that land yeah That's pretty and, good. and web slingers was replaced it's tough to be a bug it took the same show building yeah yeah good point i i would like to say my favorite part of the avengers campus was uh was when we went on mater's junkyard jamboree later dan's favorite ride by the way and after the music ended, I could still hear the Avengers music. It was great. <laughs> oh my god! It really yes. immersed me yes. in multiple worlds at once, and it was seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I also see we've been talking about the Paul Pressler era and how we mm, feel like we're entering the new Paul Pressler era. Mm-hmm. Web Slingers broke down just before we got on it. Alice in Wonderland, the last ride that we went on at the end of the, this, I don't even get me started on, oh, my, my stubborn, lovely wife, but <laughs> we got in line. She was not, she was not leaving without going on that ride. But before that, Matterhorn had broken down. We couldn't go on that. Alice in Wonderland breaks down at 10 o'clock when the park closes, but we're in line. And by God, we're not leaving that line, but it, uh, we finally got on it. How um, much of that though do you think is due to, the place has been closed for a significant amount of time and maybe they don't have the amount of staff to like fix it normally. I would suspect that they would not open unless they had sufficient safety and that kind right. of, you're probably right. But it, at the same time, the amount of money we're spending to do it, you think they'd be prepared or just don't open it. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, 
they cleaned so much of Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion, you're you're right, Dan. Haunted Mansion was spick and span. It is lovely. Those scrims yeah. were totally like I it, I could see everything very clearly. It was it was awesome. Um, and so you'd think they'd have that same level of care to the other attractions. And just just it, so we don't lose it, Eric. How much did you enjoy Splash Mountain? Uh, very many, please. Thank you. <laughs> I, it, it was, it was not only faster during, it, it was faster during the day. Um, I can't wait to try it at night someday, but sitting, sitting single, the proper single way file in a log, good not god. maybe not the proper way because you can make a bigger log that has multiple seats. But that um, ride did move. I mean, it, it definitely feels like Splash Mountain meanders in Orlando, but this one yeah. moved, right? Yeah, it, it, moved, it hauls through the whole a thing. Lot less cartoonish. It definitely deserved to win. Um, what else? So, and Indy, of course, broke down, but that's not atypical. The but the Indiana Jones ride at the end of the ride the boulder didn't even it wasn't even there like the I have friends who went there. two weeks after us and still didn't see the boulder I you honestly know. I really think that it's one of those things it's probably a major fix and it's probably one of those things where they're like look if if the thing can run safely if the ride can actually run safely it's staying open because we are not closing anything until like September I guess it's like Disco Yeti or whatever it's like yeah. You know, well, you yeah, get the idea. But, but could we have some strobes or strobe lights yeah, like Disco totally. Yeti or, or project um, a, a projection effect? Or yeah. an actual disco ball. Ooh. <laughs> but then you may as well have the boulder, right? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, what what it, but I, I I'm being negative. Um, but in general, it was a wonderful experience having mm-hmm. not done Disneyland for real in a long time. It was wonderful, it was magical. I really appreciated the proximity, being able to get places back and forth easily. I also still like the no fast pass thing. Um I do too, especially with single riders. Yeah, which which I mean we, I'm I go to Disneyland by myself all the time, so I'm well, I, yeah, I'm that guy. No backpack, but yeah, I'm that guy. Um, it was interesting, and this isn't a criticism, it's just an observation. It was very interesting going at family speed. Mm. Yeah. I've never <laughs> I've gone I've gone family speed before, but my family does things differently than Jimmy's family. But then we've done family at Walt Disney World where you're there for a week and you get to a certain point and kids want to go home and swim. So you head back to the hotel, you swim for a little while, you go back to the parks. I have never done all day full speed, and it was exhausting. <laughs> it was harrowing. While Jimmy was waiting for Alice in Wonderland, Dan and I were already drinking on the street at the Anaheim Hotel. <laughs> yep. And yeah, it was, and, and, you know, you spend that kind of money and it's like, we're, we're doing it like kids. Yeah. Yeah. Park opens at nine. We're there at nine park closes at 10. We're still there. We didn't leave the park till 11. It's jar. It is a little jarring. And I, and again, not a complaint at all. And I know at any time I knew what I was signing up for. And I know at any time I could have been like, I'm going to go see Mr. Lincoln. In fact, I did, (laughs) but it's really, really jarring. It was broken down by the way, because somebody pooped in the lobby. (laughs) Someone pooped in the lobby (laughs) (laughs) and not a child's diaper. This is a code H. Someone pooped in the lobby of Abraham Lincoln. And I was on your face. <laughs> that was the highlight of my day. <laughs> highlight of somebody else's day too. It must have been a great relief. Hell yeah. Um no, but it was just it's just it was jarring going from the speed that I was at 
a few weeks before when I was there for two days and discovering this new like theme park Zen for myself and <laughs> then going to family suite. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I shoved half a Ronto wrap in my face. I thought I at least That's had right. the amount of time you're yeah. going to wait in line to eat. And you're like, Let's go. Cause we were going to go to the rise. No, so we're going to go to millennium Falcon. We're like, Peace out, Eric. We're going to be in line for a half hour. And then, like, nope, we're not waiting. We're out. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was a good time. I'm glad I got to go with you guys. I'm excited to go again. Non non family speed in October, mm-hmm. and it will be non family speed. Days. Jimmy, yes. <laughs> yes. I welcome it. But it's okay. so a nice time. Are, are we are we willing to say right now that this is the the completely unplanned supreme supreme resort con supreme con? Supreme Con. Con. (laughs) It's kind of turning into that. (laughs) We have a fair amount of people joining us. We do. And by the way, all of them booked through (laughs) concierge.com. I've booked a lot of people and uh, and myself included. I booked myself and Dan. We have a little package. And me. (laughs) And Eric, I booked Eric Um, too and his wife. Yes. (laughs) That's all true. That's where we insert the ad. Um, And we're back. And we're back. So, yeah, Um, it was a good time. Looking forward to doing it again in October. We're going to celebrate Dan's birthday um, the weekend of October 15th. So if you are interested as a listener, that's where we're going to be. Supreme Con 2021. Supreme Con. The first ever Supreme Con is uh, that weekend of October 15th. Taste it. Fresh baked. Um, yeah. So, so getting back to what I was talking about with the, like the theme park Zen moment that I had, um, it was really interesting when I went by myself for those two days. Uh, like I said, I'm that guy and I found like myself warring with the side of me that like wants to win Disneyland and not enjoying it and realizing that, Maybe if we're, if we go into it trying to do the win Disneyland thing, we are actually setting ourselves up for having the possible worst day we've ever had there. Um, so, and this became really interesting when I was like, part of me that my, in my, in my heart brain, I really wanted to get ice cream and sit on the porch on Main Street. The former Wizard of Bras. <laughs> yeah. But my brain brain was telling me, no, 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 you got to go to Space Mountain because it, the line's 20 minutes right now. But I gave in to the heart brain and oh my goodness, was that a good idea? Turn on the heart brain. <laughs> <laughs> Let it shine wherever you go. And I, I hate that I discovered this at the four five years of my life, but <laughs> like. How many was that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan, I agree. I, I have, I mean, I've taken a slower approach through Disneyland plenty of times before, but this was the first time I've ever sat on the porch. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. That thing is oh. magical. So, like, I, I discovered, and I think this is the biggest tip that we don't give a lot of like straight up like pro tips here, but like, I think my number one thing now is slow down just slow down and that is the best thing you can possibly do even if you do less things because the there is no such thing as winning disneyland or disney world and honestly this sounds very you know the first today is the first day of the rest of your life kind of bs stuff but it's true 
the perfect trip to Disneyland is the trip that you're having right now in the conditions that you're having it in. And it's going to be fine. Well said. Yeah, that's, that's good. I, it, it's, you're right. And, and that's kind of the antithesis of what we experienced together with family style where we just, yeah. And that's, that's a totally different thing. I mean, you can't, you can't navigate seven people listening to their truths, really, you know? Well, also, <laughs> it's one day. We had one day. Oh, two totally. Parks, yeah. $700 later. It's like, 100%. We're, we're doing this. <laughs> Kids, you're going to start. Oh, yeah. Start memories now. Yeah. And I mean, there, there's absolutely 100% of time and a place for that. I'm just saying, right. as a lot of people go back for the first time, if you're capable, if you find yourself feeling that feeling of like, Oh, I have to experience this thing the right way. I have to notice this part of the ride because it's what I do. Let go of it. Approach it with fresh eyes. Ride, ride the Mark Twain and, you know, just yeah. like, and, but, and force yourself to do that because you've missed it and you're, you probably have missed the parts that you've missed about it are probably the parts that your brain brain aren't really remembering, but your heart brain is. Right. Yeah, we we did uh we we tried India I think at first and we we had a whole plan it immediately went out the window when we were 30 minutes late walking in but we did Pirates first and then Mansion and then we went to Star Wars Land and then we just kind of did a little circle. We did Thunder yeah. and then after Thunder is like, "Oh, waiting in line is our life now." Mhm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a good time. We can move on. Um I saw Jungle Cruise so did I. Great. Uh, so. I did not. <laughs> Let me guess. Um, okay, so it is... The Rock is like a Han Solo kind of character, but like more charming. It, it, there, I'm going to stop you. It, okay. Listener, if you... And I'll remember to put this in the show notes, but there is a YouTube channel called Screen Rant. And one of the employees of Screen Rant does a thing. It's this video series titled, um, oh, God, it was uh, Barely an Inconvenience. It was, um, oh, God. Anyway, it, it's <laughs> it's called Pitch Meeting now. Mm. And and he, he did a pitch meeting for Jungle Cruise. And it's one guy named Ryan. And he is a writer. He plays a writer with glasses pitching this movie to himself as a different character. He's the producer, right? So he goes mm. back and forth with himself and he pitches movies and they did the pitch meeting and they're like, so the producer's like, well, so this is a movie based on the ride, kind of like pirates of the Caribbean. He's like, yeah, but it's nothing like pirates of the Caribbean except for the fact that there's like a wacky fun captain and this lady and his, her brother. And, um, and they, you know, have an adventure where, you know, they're, they're cursed pirates that like take on the, you know, take on the attributes of their surroundings. And, and these guys like, yeah, like probably that pirates of the Caribbean He's like, yeah, but that's the only similarity except that the captain is also cursed. And he, we find that out later. (laughs) It's like, it's it's pirates. They tried so hard. It's uh, yeah. They, they tried to make pirates again. I don't think they did it. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's great. Emily Blunt's great. They're very charming together. Um, it was a fun movie, but I just don't think it's a franchise. I do like the fact that they're not jamming the movie into the ride. They rather pay homage to the ride in the movie. 
Yeah, it was it was well done with with that respect. And it wasn't blatant ripoffs of everything, but it was subtle nods and maybe a few uh, a few really big winks. Wink. But I think literally uh, it was you said wink at one point. True. <laughs> um, and uh, just like that employee standing by the McDonald's fry cart. And um, it was enjoyable. I had a good time. Listen to the Frontierland episode that was with Natalie from Disneyland to get that joke. Um, but yeah, it was fun. They, you know, they said backside of water. There's, it's, it's fun. It, I really feel like it honored the attraction rather than the attraction now being the attraction doesn't reference the movie. The movie references the attraction. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'm glad that I think the movie's probably not going to be a huge hit because that will stay th- that way. Yeah. And there are, and Disney is not forcing it, which I really liked. Um, the other thing is the, the, the Starliner, the star Wars galactic star cruiser. They announced the pricing for that today. Yeah, they did. <laughs> the, I haven't the starting looked. the starting from <laughs> price, Dan. The starting from <laughs> okay. this okay. is for two okay. people. Okay, hold on. This is Eric and his I'm wife. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. No, wait, I'm, so no, two wait, people. Where are the conditions? Wait. Hold on. Let me tell you. All right. Okay. I'm gonna go with my family. Right. Okay. Hypothetically, the four of us uh-huh. check in day one at one yeah. o'clock. Okay. Meals are included. That kind of thing. We sleep in our little cabin, which, you know, it's like a cruise ship. So everything's kind of all inclusive. Okay. Day two. Does Darth go, Vader tuck you in? No. Okay. Day two, we go to a part of a theme park, mm-hmm. which is Galaxy's Edge for undisclosed amount of time. I assume we're going to get front of the line stuff. I assume we're going to get, you know, whatever it is. And then go back. We get entertained. There's shows. There's, you know, entertainers. You can be as involved in things as you want. Uh, food, unless you want to pay for the you know chef's table, then it's extra. But you know whatever. Are there you dancing stormtroopers? Uh, probably. <laughs> and then day three, you check out. Okay. So presumably you're there for forty eight hours, and okay. you get to go to a part of a theme park. Okay. Four and you can us. test. You can play lightsabers, and you, yes, can, you can do. Other activities. There's four of you. Okay. Can assume a role. Four of us. So two nights, 48 two hours, nights. part of a day in a theme park. And by the way, part of the day in a part of a theme park. I'm going to... Uh, Are you not allowed to go see Giant Jesse and, and go on Toy I mean, Story I guess Mania? you can. I don't know if they're going <laughs> to limit you, but I suspect that they're probably going to have an itinerary. I, I'm on, on a galactic day. cruise. I'm going over wait, to wait, the wait, Brown wait, Derby wait. and get to oh, Manhattan. Oh, okay. Wait, this is new to me. You're <laughs> okay. Process. Out loud. Yeah, this is unreal because. So if you stay at the St- Galactic Star Cruiser thing, yes, the you Calcium. can. O- you can only go to Batu. I yeah, that's stupid because you can't get off the ship because you're in space. And so there's a special excursion where I presume there's going to be an itinerary where you go on this excursion, you do the rise, you do the Millennium Falcon, you do the shops and stuff. But I mean, I don't think you're going to be handcuffed. You can't go see Giant Jesse, but I presume that it's going to be sort of guided. 
So you have to like escape to to go. To go to- I, presumably, yes. <laughs> but just like if you go to an island in the Bahamas with a cruise line, you know, here's here's the thing you can do, and you can pay for special excursion. You can go wherever you want as long as you're back on the ship by X. Okay. Okay. Wait. Okay. This is ridiculous. I didn't know. I mean, I get that they are sticking with the concept, but. That's too much. <laughs> That's okay. too much sticking so with the concept. So let's just take, take that out of the equation <laughs> okay. for a minute. Let's just say $1, you $1, do $1 each is what I'm guessing. For the whole thing. That's not bad. <laughs> oh, my God. It's more. <laughs> oh, oh Dan. <laughs> oh, no. no. For that two-night thing, <laughs> it is $6,000. <laughs> $6,000. Oh, 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 oh. Dan's doing all right, everybody. Don't worry about Dan. For two nights on a pretend spaceship going to a part of a theme park. No, and that's free good, meals. That's not real. It is. It's not real. That's oh, no. That's starting from, which means that's like a Wednesday in January. Six thousand. <laughs> You're right per person or total. total, total, total. Oh my god! But so if you, if you only have one friend, you can uh, you can go for a little bit less. Well, then it's only forty eight hundred dollars if it's right. two people. If you and I can you go, can you upgrade to be able to go to like the rest of a theme park? Well, that's what's <laughs> interesting. They haven't said here's how you can walk. You can take a friendship over to Epcot, uh, but they also haven't said if there are like, yeah. bigger rooms, because presumably, like any good cruise ship, they've got a bunch of small rooms where you're like, well, we won't spend that much time this in the room. And then gonna, they've got this, this grand yeah, estate sure. that's yeah. bigger than your apartment, which this is, is more than... Fail. I can't imagine it's going to succeed, Dan. I just don't see it. I think... I So I've been kind of joking... And I haven't really shared this outside of my own brain because I, I just think I'm hilarious anyway. Um, but I've been kind of joking about how I, <laughs> I really think Bob Iger saw like the plans coming down the pike and he's just like, um, I think I'm going to leave and this <laughs> guy can take over. <laughs> and I mean, he timed it all I, unintentionally well. I think COVID it's intentional. Well, now I think, you know what? I'm, Look, I wasn't going to go here, and I didn't think this, but I'm going to go for it anyway because clickbait. I think Bob Iger invented COVID. Hmm? Oh, wow. He spent okay. a lot of time in Shanghai. <laughs> wow. He said he took a lot of trips so, there. Yeah. WDW News Today Daily News. WDW. You can quote me as saying that I have verifiable proof (laughs) that I'm not going to share with anybody that Bob Iger invented COVID. Dan, will you start a YouTube channel called WDW (laughs) News Today? (laughs) (laughs) Please. Is is that Doey Dan world or Doey Dan? Um, Let's do a little mailbag of mail. Oh, okay. With respect to the magic keys. Hi. Uh, 
Mail time. Mail time is happening. This is how I'm introducing Dan's mailbag of mail. <sighs> you nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're great. We had a we had a question from longtime listener, first time caller. Yeah, uh, this is from man. He was the captain of the airplane that went down in the Hudson River. Yes, Sully D. Sullenberger. Because we get so many. So many <laughs> questions in the mailbag. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the new magical key program at Disneyland? How do you think it may impact the way in which you personally experience the parks? So I don't believe that it is very far from the old annual pass holder program. It certainly looks pretty similar, even priced similar. Price similar. The only real variable is, I guess, discounts on a couple of levels and that uh, you have to make a reservation. Yeah, kind but I think the only. reservations, I think that's a good idea. I, totally I mean, agree. COVID or not, I think it's, it's... And it's here to stay. Totally here to stay. And I think I understand people have the that issue of like, but I want to go get a corn dog right now. It's like, <laughs> well, okay, sorry, um, but they but, might be able to still. Like, there's there's maybe, nothing yeah. saying that no next guarantee. Wednesday you want to go, and there's a reservation available. But there's nothing, you know. It's not like they're going to say no if they're not a capacity, right? But I think that for me, one of the things that gets me around to it being a positive thing is like, remember those times when like you're at the park and it's like randomly really crowded on a Thursday or whatever. And you're like, I really wish this is back when mission to Mars was a thing. I really wish they had staff to open mission to Mars to like take in some of these people. Well, now they'll know and they can staff those people and they can bring back mission to Mars as they should. You can sign my petition on change.org.com slash mission to Mars dot Bob Iger and Ben COVID. So there, for those of you who don't know, uh, this is available on August 25th. There are four keys, which is similar to the four keys that Disney has traditionally had, which is mm-hmm. you know, safety, show, blah, blah, blah. And they've recently added a fifth no, it's five, key. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah is an actual key. Blah, blah, blah. Um, that's the inclusion key. Is the oh, blah, God. Blah, blah. No, oh, no. Dan's on record making fun of inclusivity. I'm leaving this in. It's inclusivity, uh, look, everybody. Look, inclusivity. If, if, if my boss isn't going to let me display my, my tattoos, my Aryan Nation tattoos on my neck at my job, <laughs> oh, then... <geez. laughs> but it, it's... Uh, 47 so it's, minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the Imagine Key is four hundred dollars a month. That's uh, for Southern California residents only, I believe. Uh, you can have up to two reservations per at a time, which I assume means I can have my park hopper reservation for tomorrow and also for six weeks from now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then the Enchant Key, which is open to anybody, is six fifty, which is very similar to the previous annual pass. That one, same deal, except I can get four reservations. The Believe Key. I can have up to six theme park reservations. It's nine fifty, and then the the big whopper is fourteen hundred dollars. I get twenty percent off my merchandise, and I got free parking. The believe key is nine fifty. That's fifty percent off your parking. Mm-hmm. So I the park? yeah, I don't want to show off or anything, but I'm going to be getting the mad dream key. 
Well, and it, it makes no. sense if, if because so many, if you look at the blackout dates, so many of those dates are Saturdays. Yeah. Right. If you're going to yeah. go on a weekend, you might as well shell out a little bit more and then get 15% off of dining and 20% off of your merch. Right. Yeah. And free parking and free parking, which but, is kind of a big deal. Yeah. For so, somebody who lives relatively close by Dan, I mean, I would assume yeah, you park I, there. I was talking to my wife about it cause she's kind of shaking her head with all of it. And I'm like, First of all, number one question to you guys, how is this different from annual pass? It's called something else. Okay. Thank I you. I win. Um, second, <laughs> I was talking to her about it and, and I'm like, well, here's the thing. Like my brother skis, right? He probably spends $1,400 a season skiing, right? Just what yeah, he does. Easy. Yeah. Some well, people well, golf. I, they spend I, I, right. a couple grand a year golfing. So, like, Jimmy, I'm just going to go ahead and say what I think you're not going to say, but you should, which is that we're athletes. Yeah, 100%. This is, right? this is a sport. This is my sport. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think the point is that there are enough people that ski or play golf or I go to strip clubs, for God's sake. I mean, which is also a sport. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> of kings. Um, like surfing. And, but I think, I mean, I get it. I understand it. I wouldn't personally do it unless I was not married to my wife. (laughs) Since I am, I'm never, um, would do it. But what the thing I wanted to say before I get your opinion is, um, Dan, you have a little bit of a hack that you found out today about, let's say I've already bought my two day. Mm, Yeah. 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 I already bought my two day park hopper, which is 250 bucks. What should I do? Well, and that, yeah, that's the thing is I have a, I happen to have a trip planned <laughs> by myself again. <laughs> oh no, you do? For, I wasn't going to say anything because oh, I didn't do it for concierge. <laughs> so I look, I'm that friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I, not I'm on purpose. One of your closest friends. I, I, I know. I, I know. But right. you know, when I make these d- decisions at three in the morning, you're yeah, sleepy time. Um, because it's three hours later. <laughs> Look, I know, I know, <laughs> and I apologize to both of you and to our listeners and to God. Um, <laughs> As in Mike Renfro. Yes. <laughs> and to Bob Agger, who invented COVID. Um, and uh, I thought, you know, I'm looking at the calendar. I'm thinking, you know, I work in the education industry. School's starting up again. I'm in a position where I can take the first week of school off because I don't want to work the first week of school. So I was like, I'm going to Disneyland three day pass. Thank you. (laughs) And I paid for you to go to Disneyland in October. Look, look, we can talk about this. Okay. (laughs) And I, I have a problem. (laughs) This is is why we're on this show. Okay. (laughs) I mean, if he really wants, he could wait to get the annual pass until we go in October and then he could use the value of the pass toward his annual pass. That's so here. Yeah. So here's, here's, here's what happened is, uh, so there was a a virus called COVID and that happened for a while. And then other things happened. And then I invented invented it. And then, uh, I need to acknowledge the music so that it doesn't strip me up anymore. And, and then, all right. So past things happen on, uh, August 25th. And I'm like, Oh no. I, I'm definitely going to be getting that pass, but I have this three day pass. Whatever do I do? 
and I talked to a customer service agent whose name, let's say, was on an app. It was Disneyland app, not like Instacart or anything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I said, hey, situation that I've already talked about. Can I apply said money to pay for said annual pass? And let's call him Corey said yes. And he said, however, you want to, you want to live out that time so that you don't lose your reservation. And then on the last day, you go to the customer service people and you demand, no, you don't demand. (laughs) You ask very nicely. You say, Hey, I would like to have keys. And then you pull out your keys. You say, not these keys. One of your keys. Jingle, jingle. Oh, yes. <laughs> so they, long story short, you can apply to the pass. Yeah, they apply it to, what, the first day of your your three-day or your two-day, right. whatever? Yeah. They'll so apply it the first day. You have, you have a third, you have a three-day park hopper, which you spend mm-hmm. how much for? $300-ish. So you spend $300 for the three-day park hopper pass. Yeah. Right? It was the so- Southern California oh, wait. special. There oh. might be an exception to that. There's not. I believe the. I believe the SoCal. There's not. Oh, because well, you didn't buy the special deal one because that's like eighty dollars a day. Uh, I there's a spe- uh, there's a different three day pass that's for sale right now in California. I don't know. I, all I know is I think I think I paid. I think I got the SoCal thing and I got well, the park hopper. Might want to make sure, but the point is that you Corey spent three hundred three hundred dollars. Let's say right. Yeah. And on the third day, so you don't lose your reservation before you leave the park, you say, hey, I spent $300. Yeah. I want to upgrade this to the $650 Enchanted Key. Now your Enchanted Key is $350. I'm going to go the Dream Key. Are you really? Yeah. I'm doing it. I don't think he was joking. And now he said he is now joking. You're going to spend $1,100 extra? I have a problem, Jimmy. Well, uh, I, I listen. I'm I'm envious. I'm not no, judging. here's here here's the reason is that um, you can go on Christmas Day, right? And, and you, everyone who listens to these shows knows how much I I love Christmas. Uh, no, I um I was looking at it and I'm thinking, look, I I work in the education industry. Yeah, I can go on Sundays, but I don't like that drive back to San Diego and then waking up at five or six in the morning to go shovel the education in the education mines. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's where I, what I'm going to be doing. And my sister and I frequently visit my dad who lives laterally around there right. on Saturdays. And it'd be nice to just kind of swing by on the way home, especially because I, I mean, not because you can park for free. You can park for free. So Some bucks. of those visits can get kind of depressing, not going to lie. But, yeah. you know, not super depressing yet, but it's probably going to start happening soon. So it'd be a nice way to kind of go, go oh, here's father. here's this other thing that I love. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is not, depressing. you know, getting ravaged by Alzheimer's. Well, Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm envious. I think that's great. I'm proud of you. I think that's wonderful. I'm jealous. And then, um, and frankly, I can afford to do it because I have a, I have a damn podcast. Mm. <laughs> sweet, sweet podcast. Do you, know, you know how many listeners we have? We don't. We don't either. <laughs> well, we, we, think, we think we do. Good, good, good point. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
I think that's it, guys. It, it, this are uh, by the way, we we have a show topic today. Yeah. Oh, um, mail. Uh, mail's done. Bye, mail. Stupid mail. We did a very big episode, oh, and it's back. It, and there it goes. <laughs> Your attention, please. <laughs> We did a very big episode. We did Frontierlands where we decided that Disneyland's Frontierland, Frontierland's better, mostly because they have a sign. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I should have gotten more credit for um, Disney World's Frontierland uh, looking like the frontier instead of a stage. But, you know, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think, but that's the island, which is, you know. I mean, that's different. Also part of Frontierland. It is, but that's a different show. Anyway, the point is, do you disagree with with the final verdict? How long should pause? Pauses. And we're back. Okay, so, um, no, seriously, though, do you you disagree? (laughs) (laughs) Do you disagree with the verdict? Did you not agree that Disneyland's Frontierland, Frontierland's better? I started that episode with a severe deficit in points because of That's the true, previous of the individual things that won. Right. I, I realized as we were going through that it, the, the points we were making were, were very interesting. And I, I loved having that conversation. But it, it kind of led me along the way. It, it convinced me that I really do like Walt Disney World's Frontierland. But I also do have to acknowledge that by certain standards, how do you know it's Frontierland? I think Dan said it best with some sort of sentence that sounded kind of like there are the things and they are the frontier things. And now you're in the frontier place. (laughs) Look, Natalie and May were making really good points. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to like stop and go like, okay, hold on. Now you, you need to hear me say it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, the, one of the virtues of doing this show is, you know, we know so much about these parks off the dome, but when you start digging into the detail, which we're about to do for first aid centers, get ready. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the, I, I get that for all the reasons New Orleans Square is better than Liberty Square, but Liberty Square is really cool. And, and there's a lot of really great things to celebrate about it. So, it was but a discussion. I, I mean, yeah. you know, and, and I by that I mean there's a discussion to to be had and that's that's important. It's 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 like it it's an embarrassment of riches really to be able to say like, well, this thing that is amazing wins over this other thing that is by a hair slightly less amazing by whatever standards we were applying to it at the time. Right. And so anyway, having said that, Eric, do you do you agree or do you still think that Disney World's Frontierland is better? Yeah, Eric, which uh, one's better? Which I, one's better, I, Eric? At this point, I they're kind of similar in yeah. in my mind. Um I I think I went in thinking like, oh, well, Disneyland's going to win for obviousness, but really getting that perspective and talking about story and talking about all these other things, you know, I some of the clever elements like redoing when Walt was there, it was just a paved bit of cement. It, they didn't have horseshoes stamped into the ground. All of these things happened, developed over time. So both have, have progressed, but really right. Walt Disney World's has progressed the least right. as far as, as plus ups and various things. It still feels like the frontier to me. Agreed. Um, well, and to, to be fair, it didn't need to because they didn't build a giant, you know, 
state stage, stage show stage yeah. show spectacular, spectacular you know and and curve the pavement that they then you know plussed up and everything so right and but it, it there it was a really interesting point about how um disneyland's frontierland is really a, a far more manicured frontier but it's still you know but there's still that story there. And I think to your point, Eric, that Disneyland's Frontierland has Rancho, which is w- better than Pecos Bill. You've experienced Disagree. it now. <laughs> Disagree. And Jimmy, your love of that restaurant is not normal, <laughs> which is fine. It's fine. It really is. It's, it's good. Having had breakfast and lunch there now, I will say I like it. Yeah. And the Thunder Mountain is better. And uh, I mean, you have all these things kind of going in its favor already. So that all cumulatively. Anyway, we don't need to relitigate it. Yeah, Let's we're, we're about, just retalking. About yeah, it. first aid. So we just, the, the whole point of this is that's a big episode. Frontierland's a big discussion. It's a big episode. And so we wanted to follow it up with something that was a little softer, which is why we wanted a little more sort of ears up in depth news sort of portion. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to talk about the first aid stations at the Disney parks. So I have all of the first aid stations, where they're located and what they offer in quite a lengthy little, you know, tidbit. So Eric, we probably should have talked about this before, but what do you, <laughs> you have to say? Should I just say where the locations are and you add commentary or do you want to get started? Go it- Go ahead. Talk about locations. I will talk about um, some of the the styling around it. They, they're all relatively well themed to the areas that they're in. Awesome. Um, I uh, and then when we're when we're all done, let's talk about what you can get at all of them. Because Great. really, once you're inside, it's not all that exciting. It's it's a few rooms and curtains and maybe a couple private rooms. But yeah, but there's, there's a lot that you of, can get. There's a couple of. Um uh, there are several things that they offer that one normal traditional guest would not know that I thought was interesting that I want to talk about. Yeah. So if I gave you a location, you can kind of fill in some of the detail stuff and then we can talk about what you get. Let's do it. Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. The first aid station, by the way, we're not talking about the baby care centers. That's going to be a separate episode where I'm going to bring obviously, my wife in. Obviously. After Frontierland. After Fantasyland, rather. After Sorry, Fantasyland. I mean Fanty. New Fanty. New, New Fanty. Fanty. Where my my wife has experienced all of them while she was breastfeeding and and changing diapers and that kind of thing, so she's going to come on and be our special uh, experienced on the ground beat reporter. The so the Magic Kingdom first aid station is between the Crystal Palace and Casey's Corner Restaurant. Take a left off of Main Street as if you're walking towards Adventureland after entering the park to find Magic Kingdom's first aid station. Yeah, it's it's a very busy area. It's kind of easy to overlook because it's also one of the busier restroom areas set back in that corner. It gets kind of tight. I I love the the, the Victorian styling around there because it works with the um with everything else that's happening um in, including the Crystal Palace, but um there's a nice fountain and there's greenery, but there's just tons of people there and strollers and everybody's trying to get around each other. But um but yeah, if you can it, you know, if you take a moment, you can head into uh, the very nicely, really Crystal Palace themed. Um, I was about to say baby care center because you've got me thinking about that. But the first aid center, they're right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lit sign in the planter nearby. Um, actually, right now, 
at this moment in time, it's closed. They're refurbishing it again. And there's a temporary location near the Carousel of Progress. Oh, okay. Um, Epcot First Aid Station is inside the Odyssey Center, my personal favorite location. It's a building between Future World and World Showcase. So it's between uh, Future World and uh, in the Mexico Pavilion. It is in the underutilized Odyssey Center. And you can get medical treatment from the future. Mm. Yes, it is. It is in the future. Well, it's kind of maybe it's in the present because you're passing from future world to the world. Mm, right. That's the Odyssey. That is the Odyssey is traveling from the future to the world of today. Uh, there is a there's a very Epcot themed looking sign there that tells you where the first aid station is. Um, get ready. This is also it's not quite as busy as the Magic Kingdom's. Um, walk through area, but walking to the Odyssey ensures that you will experience the full effects of the Florida sun as you cross one oh. of several bridges. Oh, no. That's good. No shade. Well, the sun is healing. So if you're experiencing some kind of a, some sort of an ailment or like anything like that, it's good to have that. And it's really close to Mexico. So if the treatment there is too expensive, you could just hop over there, mm. you know, pick up some, you know, prescription drugs or whatever. That's what I hear you do in Mexico. You just have to learn the uh, the drug names in Spanish, which right. are remarkably similar to the ones in English. Like yeah. Furosemide is furosemida. Right, right. And or uh, Tylenolo. Yes. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's correct. Oh, okay. Um so Wait, it's in the Odyssey. Has it's, it always it's right been outside. there? Yeah, it's it's oh it, yeah, it's oh oh, it's outside. It's not in the Odyssey. It's outside the Odyssey. But yeah, it's, it's okay. It, again, it's the Odyssey. All right, it's right. restrooms. It's right, the right, right, first right. aid center. Yeah, got it. Yeah, and we're back. Hollywood Studios First Aid Station is between Guest Services and Sid Coenga's on Hollywood Boulevard. That's just close to the park entrance on the left hand side as you're walking towards the Chinese Theater. Correct. Uh, it's, it's very nicely themed to, to that sort of, uh, pale blue aesthetic that they have at the park entrance. Uh, there are, it, the, the wall is partially composed of, uh, large glass blocks. I always like, uh, windows made out of the, the kind of warped glass blocks. That looks pretty cool. Um, themed nicely kind of fits in. You probably have never seen it unless <laughs> you needed it. And unless you needed it that we'll talk about later. Right. Uh, Animal Kingdom, Disney's Animal Kingdom first aid station is behind My Magic Plus Service Center on Discovery Island and close to the bridge that takes you to Africa. This is correct. Um, it's just sort of a regular looking building. It's not too impressive, but the sign is interesting. It's a it's a wooden looking sign. It tells you to that this is where lost children can go. Baby care, first aid, telephones. Um, it's, lost parents. Yeah, this one parents. says lost children. Oh, it's not the Magic Kingdom or wow. Disneyland. It wow. says lost children. That so if you need to find children, uh, listeners, please write a strongly worded letter to Bob Chapek, aka New Bob, uh, to, uh, on what's the address? Uh, just Disneyland California. Twitter dot com. Twitter dot com. <laughs> Do you think New Bob's on his name tag? Should be. Do you think people walk into his office? Hey, new Bob. 
I bet somebody has done that and he's probably pissed. <laughs> yeah. I told you, call me Bobby C. My- <laughs> he doesn't seem like a nice guy. No, he, he doesn't. Mm-mm. Uh, hey, Jimmy, are there first aid centers at Typhoon Lagoon? <laughs> Typhoon Lagoon, water park, first aid station behind Leaning Palms. Yeah, this one's pretty interesting looking because it's a it's kind of a beach building. It's aged uh, yellow paint walls, and it's got rusted corrugated steel plates on the roof. Um, pretty, I mean, it for for a water park, it's surprisingly well themed as a building that you might find on a beach somewhere. Great. Uh, Blizzard Beach Water Park First Aid Station is between Lotta Wada Lodge and Beach House. House. Uh, yes, there are some nice trees around there. It's a well landscaped. I love um, it. it. I just. I'm sorry. I love that we're doing first aid. <laughs> hey, listen, it's important, and we're going to get to a lot of stuff. We'll get by to the, the way, important part. Yeah, that, that is cooler than you think. Yes. Um, so it's it has a very alpine look, um, which is alpen. why it's near the beach house. Um, it has a the a blue square with a white cross in it that looks very first aidy. Um, it, it looks like the rest of the area. It's got a wooden roof um, with icicles hanging from from it. Um, it looks just like the theme of. Hey, it snowed once in Florida, and now a- after two minutes of ski hills, now everything's melting and you're on a water slide. Downtown Disney does not have a first aid station, Disney Springs. Guest services may be available to help you with simple things like Tylenol. Hmm. But there's no official first aid station. No, but all the resort hotels have have services. Maybe not a fancy station, but they can they can hook you up. All right, starting alphabetically. Mm. Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. I'm <laughs> okay, so um, so let's talk about some of the things that you can get at the Walt Disney World first aid stations. In oh, I see to- what we're doing. We're holding off the Disneyland Resort ones for the end because they're so cool. Yes. Okay. Well, just, we started at Disney World. And, and by the way, everything I'm about to say is true of Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Right. In addition to the basics you would expect at any first aid station, such as bandages and aspirin, they can help you with other needs. For example, you'll find a nurse there who can help you with all of your emergency or non-emergency needs. The nurse can help you locate and make an appointment with a local urgent care clinic. If you need this, if you need to do a local urgent care clinic, consider going to one that's not right near Disney because it's it's been seen that dis, near Disney urgent care centers tend to be longer wait times. Hmm. They can hold and refrigerate medication. It must be labeled to have the correct name of the person taking it while in the park and to be an original bottle, but they can hold and refrigerate medication. There are private rooms. Each first aid station has rooms like doctor's examination rooms with exam tables that can be made lower or higher. The exam rooms have a sink and a private first aid room. In the door, you can shut it, right? So these rooms are available for those who need a private room to handle special health needs and treatments. You'll find basic supplies, an IV pole, a table, and most of all, you'll have privacy. Yeah, so if you need to, I mean, it's it's one thing to have a spot to use an injectable medication, certain uh, certain blood clotting medications are injectable. Certain, uh, I mean, in, insulin is a very, you know, very common medication, but some people don't want to just, you know, whip out a needle in the middle of the park and jab themselves. It, some people there's, I mean, there's a stigma around that. 
And but this even includes an IV pull. If you have infusion medications, if you you have something that's a little bit more serious that you can infuse yourself, there's there are options there. There's an RN that can help you with these things as well. It's it's pretty impressive, really. Yeah, they can hold medical equipment and health supplies for you. Um, you can. Uh, if you need to monitor your blood pressure, first aid stations have monitoring unit. You can do this for you. They have semi-private room areas where you can take your treatments like Eric was just saying, or you can just rest. They have beds. Every first aid station has cubicles separated by privacy curtains or partial walls. These areas have cots, a table, and a chair. I got to tell you, those beds, at least as of a few years ago when I had to go sleep off a hangover, um, they're not just cots. They're pretty comfy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is my favorite. Older guests, larger children, yes. teens, or adults who need That's diaper good. changing can do this in the first aid station. Oh. There you go. Instead of the baby care center. I can't wait. You to don't want to go diaper. in the baby care center if you're an, an adult. I can't wait to need a diaper at Disneyland. <laughs> hey, by the way, Dan, you <laughs> don't need to. <laughs> Oh, diaper party? Diaper party. <laughs> oh, oh, in no. October, we'll have a oh, diaper God. party. Eric, we're going to have a Depends party at Disney World. Disney World. <laughs> Can't wait. People with fatigue, pain, or other issues can lie down on a cot and rest, like Dan was saying, keeping, uh, keeping in mind that the cot rooms are not soundproof. Also keep in mind that there are only a few cots for potentially tens of thousands of guests. It's fine to use them for a short period, but if you're in need of an extended rest, it's best to return to your resort. You can get things for free like Band-Aids, over-the-counter medicines like Tylenol, ice for a bruise, etc. And like when we were at California Adventure, my kids had leg pains, probably on account of dehydration. They were in line for Radiator Springs Racers, and I had to go to the first aid station at DCA to bring medicine. They gave me liquid medicine for the kids so that (laughs) my wife could get all the money's worth. (laughs) (laughs) And I noticed that uh, while you were doing that, at least for now, characters go in and out of the first aid area. I did notice that. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I So I was in that DCA first aid station and there was a, there was a cast member who wanted to go through there to get backstage because it was a lot more convenient than where they had to go and the nurses wouldn't let them. Wow. Yeah. Mm, no shortcuts. Okay. Unless you're That's goofy. Right. So, Actually, it was Clarabelle, right? I think... Yeah, I think it was a Horace or Max. But I think if it was Max, Jimmy definitely would have remembered. <laughs> no, we saw Max at Pacific Wharf. <laughs> so uh, at Disneyland, in Disneyland Park, First Aid is located at the end of Main Street USA next to the Baby Care Center. Mm-hmm. And yes. I, I got an inside, I got a little peek inside there. And I got to tell you, it's... It's the, there's a desk, <laughs> there's a counter that you can check in at. It's, it's, it's the first day. <laughs> yep. It's not fancy inside, it but is hey, not fancy at all <laughs> on the outside. All right. So it's a red brick building. Um, it has the concrete, like, what do you call the concrete? It's like a badge. The, the thing that's on the, the, the outside of the building, it says medical building, a uh, wall, uh, that concrete block. Uh, I don't know. Kind of like a cornerstone, but it's high up. I don't know. Jimmy's waving his camera. That, Ooh. That's oh, fancy. wow. Yeah. The lighting on the inside of DCA looks interesting. The light fixtures seem like they're, they fit the, the old Hollywood theme. Um, 
But the windows at Disneyland, as you might expect, um, have stuff on them, but they're not honoring a Disney legend like so many of the other windows on Main Street. The windows read Apothecary Medicinal Herbs and Potions, Doc Sherwood Family Practice. So who's Doc Sherwood? I was about to ask. <gasps> Which Burl Ives movie is he from? And he's not he's not Ash Popham. No, Doc Sherwood is actually a real person. Doc Sherwood was a retired doctor in Marceline. Everybody called him Doc, and he helped foster Walt Disney's early love of drawing. Huh. Um, he he paid him he paid him money to draw things. Um like He was a dentist, right? Horses. Yeah, he was a dentist. That's right. It was Walt's um, first paid gig as an artist. Yeah. So, oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that it's kind of kind of neat that they they named the building after somebody that's not one of the Disney legends, but a Disney related story. I think he's a legend, <laughs> and I really do think like it's so it is so not themed inside that I think it's possibly a choice to where they were like, look, if we theme this, if we make this too interesting. These damn annual pass holders are going to come in and hear podcasters will be climbing up the walls. YouTubers, like like, I, I, I bet the the staff was just like, just green, just (laughs) just make (laughs) that grayish green that you make everything. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, and then Disney's California Adventure Park. I shared a couple of pictures. It feels very old, old timey Hollywood, Los Angeles, kind of plain. Not a lot going on in the lobby area. It's located next to the Chamber of Commerce on Buena Vista Street. So it's as you enter the park to the left. Its address is 2612 Buena Vista Street. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So that's where you send the letter. It's Bob Chapek, (laughs) a.k.a. New Bob, at (laughs) that address that Eric just shared. The 2612. Follower of the guy who invented COVID. Um, <laughs> what a legacy downtown Disney district. Please contact the nearest cast member for assistance yeah. um, in the hotels. You can go to the front desk or you can call to the front desk 24 seven nurse support to your room. Uh, they can also transport you to urgent care if needed. Wait, um, whoa, okay. So if you have to go to urgent care and you're staying at the Galactic star cruiser, are they like, oh. sorry, you're gonna, mm. Dr. Palpatine's going to help you. Like, what? <laughs> you have to take a space shuttle? You Stay have on. herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here all along. I'm responsible for your herpes. <laughs> I gave yep. you those herpes. I came in for a blister. <laughs> I just need a bandaid. Now you have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you those happies. Here's a band-aid for your business. <laughs> <laughs> then he accidentally electrocutes himself he does at the end of all of the movies. By the way, just because I brought up Palpatine, anyone is welcome to, to, to steal this. Next time you go to any park involving Rise of the Resistance, and I'm not going to give any spoilers, just... Make yourself a, a name tag, a hi, my name is name tag, and give yourself uh, the Palpatine last name, but make the first name really boring, like Rudy Steve. Palpatine, or <laughs> just or just Dan. to see if anything happens. Dan <laughs> I'm Dan Palpatine. Because <laughs> it's possible now. <laughs> or you could be Dan Coming soon, Skywalker October. <laughs> 
Oh man. Just uh, let's see. <laughs> the hotels can also house your uh your refrigerated medications and dispose right. of needles for you. Do you know who my uncle is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Eric, that's all I've got. got? All right. So it sounds like it's time for <laughs> It's time for Eric's Scientician Spot. Ooh. Where Eric tells you about scienty things. Scienty? Scienty things. <laughs> you have a doctorate in that? I do have a doctorate in science scienty things. Um So this week I'd like to talk to you all about about basic life support and uh, CPR training. It's important to seek out basic life support training. Uh, you can do so from the American Heart Association. Go to heart.org. This is actually very serious. Um, you can, for very minimal fee, learn how to save a life. You can learn CPR from trained experts. Go to heart.org, click on CPR in the menu, and uh, find a training center near you. You could, you could be that person that uh, can you know, jump in during an emergency and keep keep someone alive until the paramedics arrive. That said, all around the parks uh, there are AEDs. Um, you are, you know, with minimal training, AEDs can walk you through the process of CPR and shocking someone. Um, it's really interesting technology, and uh, it's it's a great time to be saving someone's life. I would say. Don't you? Agreed. This has been Eric's Scientist Spot. That's great. That's I like I like that segment. It should be a new feature. But yeah, you you pointed out the AED machines. I have a a, a dear friend who's since passed, but um, she had a heart attack in the parking lot of a local theme park. It's Stone Mountain Park. It's part of Hershen Family Entertainment, which is, uh, you know, <laughs> they own Dollywood and, and you know, everything in Branson, Missouri. But anyway, so she's walking through the parking lot and she has a heart attack. And thank God she's on the phone with a friend at the time. And an AED saved her life at the end of the day. So she spent the rest of her life sort of raising money and awareness for AED machines. And you see them everywhere now. And, and they, have, they have AED and CPR training in, in airports now. Mm -hmm. it's it's real it's it's legit uh, and yeah so there's like an organization that was responsible for doing that that's interesting yeah yeah i mean there i mean it's it's expensive technology i mm -hmm. would imagine but to get that placed all over it it's it's really great because cpr cpr can be helpful it's it's just after a certain point um you really do need a lot of conditions do require a jolt of electricity to kickstart your heart back into its proper rhythm and uh, AEDs are a very safe way of doing that. And they do walk you through the process. If you have a basic level of knowledge, you break open that AED package, you turn it on and it tells you when to apply things, when to do, to start chest compressions. Huh. Um, and it's, it's all a matter of understanding the basics of, of CPR and, learning how to how to work with other people if there are other people involved if you're doing this solo when to pass it off to uh to professionals when they arrive uh, so it's a it, it's it's a very important thing and um i wholeheartedly endorse uh seeking out cpr training through um, heart.org 
That's the American Heart Association. It is shockingly very important. I, I, I'd say we did that. Um, and uh, virtually every bathroom at Disney parks have an AED. I feel uh, true, and they're they're all around the parks as well. If you if you look on your apps, both Disney World and Disneyland, um, you can you can actually select uh, services and find AEDs in multiple areas around the parks. Um, I did. You know, something we we didn't quite get to in the fantasy in the uh, Frontierland episode was my exhaustive list of AEDs around Walt Disney World's Fantasyland. Frontierland. Frontierland. <clears throat> we'll Frontier. get to it. That one. That land. Okay. We'll, oh, we'll have the, the AEDs way, episode someday. Yeah, that's right. By the way, how delightful was May Cat? May was great. Quite. May was wonderful. Yes. And I'm, I'm assuming continues to be as well. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, th- th- that was a wonderful moment. I'm just like, it was. Yes, you keep bringing that, and I'm just yep. gonna watch. Yep, and uh, <laughs> well, I, I presume we'll have them back. Maybe we, maybe we work towards. We're we're just at the beginning of August, so mid October. That's a couple of months. Maybe we're at the next land. Maybe we focus maybe. on making that happen. Maybe, maybe we do have some upcoming fun episodes with uh, uh, Jack. Jack Plotnick is coming on our show. He is famous for the YouTube videos where he reenacts the Tencennial video and he plays different parts. He's coming on the show. We have a show coming up with the original Nemo from the Animal Kingdom's uh, Finding Nemo the Musical, as well as one of the original Elsas from the the California Adventures Frozen show. Both shows. I don't think we need another. We got we got the actual actresses. No, I, um, we have Taryn. <laughs> He's pointing out Taryn. We have Taryn. For the Trader Sam's episode. We have Trader Sam's. Yeah, well, I'm not done <laughs> describing the other episode. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> so th- those, both those shows are in non-Magic Kingdom theaters written by Bobby and his wife, Lopez. Bobby and Jennifer Lopez. And uh, I think that's going to be a fun show. They're going to talk about how they got injured and who got injured most to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, we have Taryn coming on and talk about the Trader Sam's. So we have things to do, but maybe we can do another land. And while we're in Southern California, we can get uh, Natalie and May to come back and do an episode. Maybe even if it's just like Toontown versus, you know, the circus or whatever, something simple. Yeah. I think we should probably get to the guests that we keep promising we're going to get to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, then then we have to do a lot of research. So until then, uh, be kind. Wait, wait. Who, who who won? Walt Disney World or Disneyland? Um, I you know, I, I think, think we all won. I think health oh. won. <laughs> no, okay. I think so. As I was listening, as I was trying to get my Instacart shopper to make good choices which he did not um i think magic kingdom is the oh, place oh. that i would most want to be sick at that dancing gable all right so uh, all right so we're chalking it up to disney world won this this bad boy yeah just for theming i guess right so you can well, all uh, stop yeah. complaining that i'm a disneyland fanboy which i am yeah, he's about $1,400 worth. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so Magic Kingdom, best first aid. Uh, all the first aids are great. It, it, the, the main thing for you listeners is that there's a lot more that you can get if you need it at first aid. If you have tired feet, get some Advil, whatever. You, there's, there's plenty of services to offer. And I think that's just more than perhaps any other theme park, something else that you can get that is, you know, just something you're not paying attention to, but there's, there's, it's available for you. And I don't think exactly. this needs to be said for many people, but just in case you are that person thinking in the direction that you might be thinking in, they give you regular Band-Aids, not Mickey Mouse Band-Aids, not any character Band-Aids. It's just Good regular, point. plain, boring, I did not get this at a Disney park Band-Aid. And hey, it's also worth mentioning, if you're in the middle of the park and you don't feel like walking to the front, you can usually go into most shops and ask to buy some basic over-the-counter meds. Um, it, for instance, uh, if you walk, we were in one of the shops near, um, one of the toy stores near uh, uh, Toy Story Mid- Midway Mania in DCA, and we asked, and they said, oh no, just go two two doors down um, and ask at the desk there, and they, we we bought some, some Motrin there. So, um, you can also purchase medication if you don't feel like Disney, if you feel like you need to give Disney a little more money instead of having yeah. them give you stuff for yeah. free. Unless if you're, you're, if a, you're severely yeah. anti-socialized medicine, then you can, you can go ahead and just do that. Yeah. Unless you're a dream key member, then you just pulled up that pass. Like I'm not paying for anything. That's right. Give me, you know what? Give me the Mickey Mouse Band-Aids. You know, do you know who I am? And you know who my uncle is? <laughs> I give you that headache. You no longer have a headache. But you're pregnant. Nah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Concierge is a phenomenal service. That, uh, I've talked about it several times. It's a it's a great organization. A lot of people, we, I'm on a text string. I'm two text strings. Every day there are questions. How do I do this for my client? How do I do that for my client? And they go above and beyond. And I highly recommend it. Again, if you just if you just want to go for I don't know, like before school starts, you just want a three day <laughs> park hopper pass. Just call concierge; <laughs> they'll help you out. Uh, they don't get paid for it, but they're willing yeah. to do it for free. Look, I know how to do it. I'm basically a con- I'm an I'm an honorary concert concierge. <laughs> so the moral of the story is. If you have friends who are involved with a thing, you should support your friends. Support your friends doing. And we're your thing. friends, aren't aren't we? Yes, listener. <laughs> so anyway, concierge. It's eight five six hour ears. You can email any of the concierge. I'm Jay Hunt at concierge dot com. That's E Johnson at concierge dot com. Uh, but yeah, it, reach out to us. We love doing it. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's a great pastime. It's a great hobby. I really enjoy it. And uh, give us a call. Uh, uh, one of our listeners, uh, 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 Vicky, has a friend named Becky who was in Southern California and reached out and said, I'd like to go to the parks and uh, I'd like to go tomorrow. And they were completely sold out. But the point is she called. <laughs> so Becky's going to Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> it's, that's right. That's <laughs> KnottsBerryFarm.com. 856-hour wilderness. Concy. Our berry. Concy berries. Concy berries. 856-hour <laughs> berries. 856-dun-knots. <laughs> uh, listen to our other shows. That's uh, Ears Up. Ears Up In Depth. 
Scraping the Vault. We had a uh-huh. wonderful Scraping the Vault episode. It was one of our best, our best episode <laughs> to date. It was a lot of fun. You don't need to have seen these movies. Yeah, yeah. That, I think I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, you don't you need do to not have seen it because, to. by the way, I go through every beat of the movie, and Dan and Audrey. And Eric on one special episode that may or may not be out today. <laughs> it may or may not air someday. Yeah. So it, it's it's really fun. It's funny. I listen to it and I'm sad when it's over because it's just it's really funny. It's great improv. It's great commentary. So please listen to those shows. Give it a shot. If you and on give- and on this most recent episode, uh, I know Asher's been sleeping off a gallon of purple stuff that he purple drank stuff. before we. Before we started recording, so he's snoozing in the corner. But if you miss that energy, uh, it's all over this recent one. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to give it a shot, 101 Dalmatians 2 episode is the one you want to try. Because we have a new we have a new program where we have advertisements. At some point when you're listening to this, you may have heard actual ads come in. We didn't know how it worked. So we were together in San Diego, Dan and Audrey and I, and... We were like, ah, like we just had ad breaks, like we're just arbitrarily and we're back, which you've heard on this show. Uh, but Dan actually created ads <laughs> and they are just priceless. It is worth the price of admission. Please go back and listen. It was a lot of fun. Uh, also, there's uh, milk, milk, lemonade around the corner, Bantha Milk. <laughs> yep. A Star Wars podcast. A Star Wars podcast. <laughs> they really need to change the name. <laughs> Hi, what? welcome to Milk Milk. Wait, wait, it's M L M A C F M. That that would be the the initials. Milk Milk M M L Lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Round the, the corner, Bantha Milk. Round the corner, Bantha. <laughs> a Star Wars podcast. Anyway, yes. so guys, it's it was great to be with you. Thank you for doing all the research. It was good. I, I appreciate the uh, sci- I like the scientician corner. That was. Nice. I have an idea. Let's trick the Star Wars guys into staying in the horrible uh, oh Star Wars God. hotel. Oh <laughs> Listen, I want to do it. I'm probably gonna do it, but I just can't justify forty eight hundred dollars for two people. That's stupid. I can't. I can't. Two days is is kind of rough because that I mean for four people that's that's like a whole trip, six thousand dollars for two days. Anyway, I, but you <laughs> know what? You know what else I said? I'm not going to buy a hundred dollar sandwich until I had seven people, and I'm like, and hey, it was a great experience. It was actually cheap, and it was a great experience. So who knows? Uh, that comes out next year. Until then, everybody, uh, be good to each other. <laughs> Learn about AEDs. Learn about CPR. Uh, and yeah, first aid. And next episode is the uh, discovery of viruses. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you. Yeah, With see? special guest uh, Bob Iger. <laughs> Fred Palpatine. He's got some questions to answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great day. Fresh baked.
By the way, the window to Dan's left, Eric, on the right side of your picture is the driveway. It's Rosie's driveway. To behind him, directly behind him is his shitter. And um, and behind that is the front door. Front door mm. of the house. Mm-hmm. To Dan's to go through right, the bathroom to the front door? Yes. yes. To Dan's right is the door to his room, which goes to a hallway. On the other side of the wall of the TV is the bathroom, is another bathroom. That's more of a like a shared bathroom. Yes. I don't share my bathroom. No. But I did it with Jimmy. Good for you. He did with me. I showered in it. Jimmy's giving us the continue talking sign. Maybe it's time for a new segment that I was going to save for later. Uh-huh. But uh, we've got time right now. Maybe it's time for uh, Eric's scientician spot. <gasps> oh, that's the wrong sound. Your attention, please. <laughs> Eric's scientician spot. Oh, no, Your the other one. <laughs> oh, now i got to cut it and do it again. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, you don't have to Jimmy, cut it. do we want to do Eric's scientician spot it. now? <laughs> do we? <laughs> We have high standards here. Uh, well, let's. Uh, do you want to do it at the end? I was going to do it at the end, and then you left, and we ran out of things to say. <laughs> <laughs>